Hello, hello. Today's episode is about it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And that ironically is the title for chapter one in my book. So I thought it'd be a great time to just talk about lessons that you can learn from failure, why failure is not necessarily quote unquote bad, and um, how failures can really propel you to opportunities and really guide your purpose in your life in the long run. So I first want to share my one of my big aha moments when it comes to failure. And some of you may know this about me if you know me, but I don't think I've ever actually shared it on the podcast. If I have, it's been a while. But I learned from failure early on in my college career. And I ended up literally failing my classes my second semester as a freshman. Um, like I did so poorly that semester that I was put on academic probation. And what that meant was I had to, like I had, um, I can't remember the time limit, but I had so many um, like semesters before Like if I didn't bring my grade point average up, I would have to sit out a semester and not be able to take classes. So not only that, the added sucky part of it was I was actually on a scholarship, an academic scholarship, and lost it since I was on probation because I didn't meet the the requirements of the scholarship it required me to keep a certain grade point average in order to keep receiving the scholarship. So that was part of it, I think was honestly embarrassment and pride. um, Because I was, there's kind of this mindset from people that just don't really understand the value of community college. But sometimes people think, oh, community college is so easy. And it's basically like going to 13th grade so it's extended high school essentially but it's not and like the fact that I was considered smart you know in high school and then I was all of a sudden failing for the first time grade wise so anyways I I also would say I wasn't necessarily prepared maturity wise um and academically for college, I think from being on probation, I did kind of think about dropping out of college and either just working um, or going to like trade school, picking up a trade or even joining the military. But I was like, oh, if I try one more time and take a whole lot of classes I could still finish and graduate my associates in a year like another year so I actually I took I think 18 or 19 credit hours the fall and then I took about 18 more in the springs I had a bunch of classes and a lot of credits but I did still finish my associates in two years even like with the crazy first half of college that I had experienced And I was able to transfer to university that I went to. And now I'm working in higher ed. So like, it's funny to me that someone that was on academic probation now 
works in higher ed, but I think like that just goes to show you maybe your failures can drive you to your purpose in life. I think sometimes failure is actually where we learn how to be successful. So like in my case, (laughs) I learned that online classes are not, not that I can't do them, but taking multiple, that's part of the reason I failed. I was taking like two or three online classes. So pacing myself and maybe only taking on one at a time. Um, And I think that's also why I'm passionate about student success is because I've been a student that had um, a not so successful start to college. But I think since I've been that person that's failed, I can better understand students and offer them hope that, okay, you might have not had a good semester or a good year, but you can still give yourself a second chance. So that's one of my personal stories I always like to share about failure. So I think one kind of good thing that came out of that also was that since I failed early in life, I think it's easier to like fail early and bounce back then try to be like, oh, I got to be perfect 100% of the time and not make mistakes. Because inevitably, there is going to be failure, even if you play it safe. There's a lot of factors outside of our control. And so you can say like, I'm not gonna fail. I have my ducks in a row and everything else. But you're still gonna have a failure eventually. So don't kid yourself on that, I would say. So I think being open to failure can help you to bounce back because it's easier if you're open-minded to it than if you're anti-failure and then whenever it actually happens it might be a little bit harder to bounce back because you might be harder on yourself whenever you do fail. So ultimately um, to be honest I struggled with perfection. I think I'm better at it especially since the pandemic taught me a lot of lessons and like I had to get comfortable I'm still somewhat still in that trying to reach comfortable with failure like in the sense of things not going to plan especially if I'm trying something new and just changing my own mindset like it's better to fail forward than to be held back waiting for 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 perfection and I know failure is definitely uncomfortable but it doesn't have to be I still have moments when I want to avoid it but someone once said in a clubhouse room I was in that thinking about it as even though it's a failure that's a step forward than like not taking action at all so I would say I encourage you if you struggle with failure or just perfection ask yourself Is it really a failure if you learned something from your experience? And to me, I'd say it's not a failure because that's more information that you have now and that you learned from than if you had just sat back waiting for the perfect time or the perfect moment or having everything together before you move. So sometimes it just takes making a move in order to like be able to adjust um, accordingly than to be on the sideline waiting. Also related to failure is just having pressure to finish things by a certain age or certain time. I know I definitely was guilty of this, especially 
once I kind of hit my mid 20s or like early to mid 20s and I thought oh by 30 I need to have this this and this kind of like a checklist and now that I am literally a couple months away from turning 30 I'm like oh my gosh I'm so unrealistic but I think there's just society has really kind of capitalized on you know oh the look at these 30 under 30 you know people that have accomplished such great things in their 30 years 30 years old or younger um and there's nothing wrong with that but it's like I think it kind of caps like okay if I um don't necessarily meet these requirements like I think it negates that sometimes like you might get an accomplishment but like deep down are you truly happy within yourself or will you be like chasing the next award and I mean I think awards are nice and they can I think motivate people but I think it's an internal dialogue that everyone has to have with themselves and think about like is the work that I'm doing to receive this award fulfilling for myself personally or am I kind of hitting like the okay check the box type of thing so um but anyways I say this to say that I remember feeling in my first master's program I graduated a semester later than what I had planned um So, I mean, it's not, an an extra semester wasn't too bad, but I was like, if I had just made the decision, if I had just, like, gone with the degree that I um, initially kind of thought I would go for, I would have been done. But I think things happen for a reason, and the extra semester really did serve me well in the long run, because I switched my, I didn't switch my actual major, but we had different focus areas So I switched my focus area to college student development and obviously it served me well because that's what I'm still doing. I graduated in 18, May 18, so it's been four years this coming May. And I think that goes to show that like as young adults, we might feel pressured to hurry up, do all the things. But if we don't really take time to reflect on the moments, we can miss out on opportunities if we don't think about the process of like getting to our destination, we can get quick on just hurrying up and doing the things. After it's done, we find ourselves empty because we truly didn't enjoy the experience. Um, overall, I'd say if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, well, really any age, but in your 20s, it's wild to me, honestly, like just thinking about myself at 20 and now almost 10 years later, just that light, that time span, <laughs> my life looks very different from 20 to now 29. Just enjoy the ride. Don't be hard on yourself if your career decisions or even any kind of decisions change from your initial thought because like as we get more information about life, like that can obviously affect our decisions so don't feel like you have to stick with something just because you that was your initial plan things change so give yourself that grace and I think just know that it might not be overnight but just trust your process and know that 
you can bounce back from failures and build resilience, which to me, resilience is just about recovering from difficulties in life. When I think of young adulthood, oftentimes, especially as a young 20-something, this is probably your first time facing difficulties in your own life without having an adult kind of interfering on your behalf, intervening, I should say, on your behalf. So like this is probably the first time you're building your own coping skills and building those building that resilience. As you build your resilience and grapple with failure on your own and being okay with failure, I think know that you shouldn't take failure to heart because it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um so it doesn't matter if you failed as long as you finish strong and embark on what it whatever it is that your heart desires and I just would end with failure like without that failure in my own life early in college I don't know if I would be in higher education today or maybe I would but I don't think I would have the same understanding of students who fail early in their experience to who want to quit but being able to relate to them on that level I think helps me and it also benefits the students in knowing like okay here's someone that works in a college and has also failed too so maybe it is possible to finish my degree and finish what I started even with this failure as you learn to bounce back from your failure you're building that resiliency and resilience is honestly what happens honestly what helps us to face life's challenges and so like I'm I think I'm I have a love kind of love hate relationship with resiliency but I think in the end it's more love than hate but I do feel like that's a buzzword especially as someone that works in higher education and (laughs) moving into the counseling space I hear that word I feel like at least once a week and that's probably like saying it minimum but but anyways I think resiliency is important to have and also just important to build as a young adult and there's many ways you can build resiliency Um, one of them is by going to therapy of course I'm going to say that but I definitely have loads of reflection questions in my book coming out about building resiliency and helping build coping strategies. So be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, thank you for listening and take care and have a good rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bliss with Chris podcast. Please be sure to visit blisswithchris.com to join the mailing list and to receive updates about my upcoming book, Find Your Bliss, A 20-something guide to life. See you in the next episode.